Chapter 39 Turbulence The days and nights passed quickly in Skidra. Our feelings intensified, and I found myself abandoning all my reservations. I had hoped to wade into this relationship and navigate slowly, but I was swept away in a tidal wave of emotions that, with each passing day, seemed more permanent. I felt my heart and soul opening in ways I never could have imagined with him or with any man. There were times when I felt we were one on all levels, no place where I ended and he began, and that our bodies were the vehicle for our souls to make love. I didn't want to leave the intimacy of our small haven, but by the sixth day, feelings of guilt started to creep in. I was feeling much better and walked strongly to Janitsa until the last 10 kilometers. My backpack felt as if it was loaded with stones and my legs as if they were trudging through mud. Alberto started complaining of pain behind his knee and worried that it was tendinitis. We struggled into Giannitsa like defeated warriors. We didn't even discuss if we created that situation. The peace pilgrims once again disappeared, and I left my guilt with them. We became a couple, crazy in love, strolling hand in hand, sharing ice cream, watching the world go by over coffee at outdoor cafes, going out to movies and to dance. Without agenda or places to be, we now obeyed an invisible rhythm that guided us to eat, sleep, and move. We were giddy with love, and many people asked if we were on our honeymoon. Strangers smiled and greeted us. A bakery owner gave us an extra cheese pie for no reason. A shop owner gave us incense as a gift. A bartender invited us for drinks. It was as if we radiated love a powerful energy that appeared to touch people, and they responded, returning this blessing in myriad forms. Overwhelmed by this unexpected love, I would often weep at the fortune that had befallen me and felt a calm and peace that I never imagined possible in a relationship. Alberto's knee continued improving, but slowly. He encouraged me to try a healing to send him the loving energy that we were feeling through my hands. I focused on that feeling and felt a tremendous energy coursing through my body. I felt charged and my hands were hot when I placed them on Alberto's knee. I had done healings on myself, but never as powerfully as this. It was as if love was opening up channels in my body so that I could transmit this energy without barriers. I marveled at this new discovery and started directing it to people who I felt could use it, such as my mother and Yola, and then spread it outwards until it covered the entire earth and suspended it in a ball of radiant, loving energy that permeated the earth and every one of its inhabitants. I felt magnificent, connected to every living creature on this earth, and now desire to explore this form of healing even further. After another six-day rest, Alberto's knee was strong enough to attempt walking again. Upon learning that most Greeks understood English, we felt inspired to carry a new sign, one that read, Jerusalem in peace. With that novel message, we were once again on the road. 
In the days that followed, we passed Gefira, Thessalonica, Langadikia, and were on our way to Lutra Vulvis. On this spectacular day, we found ourselves stopping more than once to bask in the sunshine and breathe in the sweet perfumes that the spring air carried. Look at this, Alberto enthused at one of our many stops, pointing at the grinds in my coffee cup. It's you, holding a baby in your arms. Even I saw it clearly. We had spoken about building a future together, even having children, and in the throes of passion it seemed a beautiful idea. Seeing that image, however, made it seem too real. We had gone from friendship to babies in less than two weeks. I panicked. I was evasive with my response then, as I was that entire day, and withdrew into myself. Alberto kept asking what was wrong, and I kept lying that it was nothing. The more he insisted, the more trapped I felt, and the further I withdrew. By the time we arrived in town, there was a clear distance between us. When I suggested that we get separate rooms, he exploded. What is going on with you? Maybe I just don't want to get too attached to you, I blurted out. Maybe I'm afraid that one day you'll leave me too. Alberto stared at me with disbelief. Not even I believe my own words. I think you're looking for any excuse to push me away, he replied. Are you saying that you don't believe we have a future together? I don't know what I want, I retorted. But all this talk about our future scares me. I need you to back off a bit. Fine. I'm going for a walk, he said, and stormed out of the room. For a change, I decided to go for a walk, too. I knew that I was afraid of commitment, but what I feared more deeply was the other side of that same coin, losing my freedom. I wanted to finish my walk first, to get clarity on my life, and then share whatever that looked like with Alberto. I didn't want him influencing me or taking me off my path. I refused to let him or our relationship to define me. Only I would do that. By the time I returned to the room, I felt more centered and ready to speak honestly. Alberto was waiting for me. I can sleep in another room if you'd like, he said dejectedly. It's not necessary, I answered, but we need to talk. We spoke well into the night, and although it was difficult at times, I revealed to him my deepest fears. Alberto listened and understood, asking only one thing of me, to include him in my journey. All I could do was promise to try.